Zimbraconda is a proud supporter of Wisconsin Badger Athletics. If you're looking to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Honda, buy local. Part of the Madison community since 1973, Zimbraconda's customer service is second to none. Experience it today for yourself. Shop local. Shop Zimbraconda. Congratulations to Justin and Madison for winning a case of High Life. We live in the High Life. Thanks, Steve Winwood. He's about Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Alex Strofe behind the glass. It is Thursday, and the man who has been breaking a boatload of news with the Badger football yeah. and correct news with Badger football. <laughs> Sometimes the best news to break is the news you don't break, uh, and that is uh, the news that Jim Leonard is actually not coming back to Wisconsin football. But we're now joined by Jim Polzine. And, Jim, before we get into the football stuff, I was trying to explain to Matt Hamilton because during the break we were throwing a football around, and I said, I think it's cool in college football that every team gets to use their own football. And I was like, I remember back in the day the Badger basketball team used some brand, and I I finally looked it up, Sterling Basketball. They were like the only school in the country uh, that used this brand of basketball. What was the story behind that with Bo? I'm sure you know it, and why would they use that ball? So that went back to Bo. Uh, Bo had this deal with Sterling back when he was at Platteville, and he he was loyal <laughs> to the brand and loyal to the company, and just brought it along with him uh, up to the D one ranks, and then kept it for a long time. And like you said, like so teams, like I think your listeners probably know this, but teams practice with whatever ball they're going to use the night before. So like Wisconsin's got they're an under they're an Under Armour team, but they've I think I think it's Wilson that Guard has a contract through. Anyways. If they play a Nike team the next day, they practice the Nike ball. If they play Adidas, whatever. So all these, all these other colleges had to go out and find Sterling balls, which wasn't easy because, like, it's, just, it's a smaller company compared <laughs> to the rest of them. So, yeah, it was kind of nuts. It was kind of a running joke. And then guard got the job and, and switched. It almost feels like with it being hard to find, that could be like a competitive advantage. There you go. You right. know what, that's I mean? what I mean? Well, that's what people would say, like, at, at the Cole Center. Like, you know, the Cole Center isn't this atmosphere that's – difficult to overcome. Certainly the team, the home team playing there was difficult to overcome, but there was always a lot of complaints that the basketball played into it. <laughs> I've never, I I mean, I guess I never really knew. I did know that there was a, like Bo Ryan had a deal and had a different ball, but I didn't, I guess I didn't realize the, how important that was, but makes no, sense. I'm not sure. I'm not sure Matt, that it was real important, but it was, it was a talking point at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you've got some people that might be blaming the ball, on uh, why they can't win at the Kohl Center, then there's something to it potentially. Can you just bring your own brand of stones out when you're when you're going when you're throwing? No, but <laughs> I mean, I I don't like sit it in the Madison pra- like uh, curling rink and be like, oh, these are K's curling stones. Better practice with these. Or like, oh, these are Scotland like, like Isla Craig stones. I better practice with those. Like, it's all close. So <laughs> I get. I guess I don't know. Seems pretty interesting, but to move on from basketball because I, that's just not what's on my mind right now. My mind's on fickle and kind of everything that's going on with the Badgers right now. Um, what are, what is the feeling around like maybe the locker room, some of the players that are currently there with uh, the situation right now? Because I've kind of heard mixed stories on uh, the thought processes moving forward. Yeah, I can't 
sit here and say I've talked to any players because they're off limits to us. Right. Um, I, I did. I did have contact with some players over the weekend trying to sort out this Jim Leonard mess, um, but we did not talk Luke Fickle. We didn't talk Phil Longo. Certainly, um, I, I think you're probably going to have a mixed bag of, of emotions. Right. Uh, there's there's going to be people that feel bad for Jim, and this can go for the fan base too. There's going to be people that feel bad for Jim Leonard and wanted him to get the job. Um, perfectly natural to feel that way. I think you can also be excited about the future. And certainly some guys on offense, uh, you know, I saw Skylar Bell put out the eyes emoji. Um, if you hear that a guy is coming to run the offense that runs the air raid, uh, that's that's got to be exciting if you're a, um, a wide receiver or a tight end or whatever. And, you know, certainly if you're a quarterback considering Wisconsin, I would think that'd be appealing. So I, I, I think there's, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are excited about change and modernization of this offense and everything that goes along with it. But um, it's different for sure, right? I mean, this this is I, – I thought there needed to be kind of a fresh start and blowing this thing up. I don't know that I expected Air Raid to enter the uh, <laughs> vocabulary of Wisconsin football. It's an exciting time. But, Jim, quick follow-up on something you just said. And, and that is around, you know, you, you just you – just referenced an emoji that was tweeted. Are you getting sick of reading the tea leaves yeah. on Twitter that you've had to do the last three weeks? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the funny thing is Saturday, like, all these players were kind of celebrating that Jim Leonard had been, that he was coming back. And, and, you know, like, we were talking to people that were telling us that, but we were also talking to people that were telling us that it was the exact opposite and that he had decided he wasn't coming back. And it was just a matter of sorting through some contract stuff. Um, so it was a very confusing time, and then when you have players jumping on on board and and showing excitement that he's coming back, uh, my head was kind of spinning as I was trying to go over and cover a basketball game too. So yes, social media has made it completely different to uh, report because you don't really know what's real and what's fake. Uh, speaking, I was talking with Jim Polzine from Wisconsin State Journal, and speaking of social media reporting, Braylon Allen. I guess as much as you can breaks the news that he's back. I mean, he's got pictures of Luke Fickle on his Instagram. Uh, I think he wrote him a note. It's like high school. Like I don't know if this guy likes him or not, but uh, <laughs> it seems like he likes the Badgers still. And I would imagine that everyone's focused on the area offense. He likes the Badgers, but does he like like Right. The I don't know. We'll have to. <laughs> does he double like it? Uh, does he swipe right on it? I don't know how it all works anymore on social media, but... With Braylon Allen, he's got to really like this offense, especially when he sees that you know w- Williams from Denver played in this offense in North Carolina, had big-time numbers, and maybe he can run in the box that's not stacked eight against them. Those four wide receivers could make life a little easier for him. Do you think this is something – I think Badger fans are freaking out in general, oh, we're not going to run the football anymore. I don't think that's the case. I believe North Carolina doesn't have crazy splits as far as pass run. They're going to run the ball if that's their best player. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great point because I think people hear air raid and they just assume you're going to throw the ball 60 times a game, and that's not true they um, Phil Longo has a history of running the ball well. I think not this year it was a little more skewed towards the passing game, but mm-hmm. last year at North Carolina it was the number running numbers were really strong. So yes, I think you can do both. I think you have to do both in the Big Ten certainly um, as the weather gets worse and and colder and you get into November you're going to have to run the ball. Um, so I think Phil Longo will adapt his offense to whatever the personnel says, whatever the defense he's going against. Um, I. I, if he's gotten this far, he's a smart guy, and I completely expect him to use Braylon Allen how he should be used. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm honestly, I'm really excited to see a little bit more of the the read option in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I know we had a pretty good success with it when Russell Wilson was doing it. So bringing in a guy that you know that recruit who's young, high highly recruited, uh, is now had left for the portal from North Carolina. 
you know, he looks like he could be kind of a mobile quarterback. You get him paired along with Braylon Allen. Who knows what the potential could be? We might be, honestly, it might be a run-first team that just happens to sling the pill really well with this air raid offense. If you can do both, it's just so difficult. I mean, go back to Jim Leonard. I asked him this kind of late in his tenure as I was thinking he was going to be the next head coach and trying to predict or preview what he might run as an offense. And I'm like, what is the most, what's the most difficult offense to prepare against? And he said, you know, it was the mobile quarterback, the guy who can make something out of nothing. Uh, when the when the play breaks down, he can still keep you alive by with his feet. Um, so yes, if you can get that, if you can find that, that would be great. And then, like I said before, I think this would make Wisconsin so much more appealing to wide receivers when they when they see that, you know, hey, we're going to throw the ball a lot. We're going to let you get downfield. We're going to let you put up some big numbers. Um, I've thought for years that you know the one thing that this program was missing to some degree was. Uh, was wide receivers, playmaking wide receivers, and, and good quarterbacks. And I think, you know, I think those boxes can be checked easier now with this type of offense. So with that, with that being said and saying wide receivers might see Wisconsin as a destination, we just had a decommit, recommit. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a little bit about Marcus Allen and your thoughts on that whole situation. Yeah, so I've got – I've got mixed emotions on this one, and, and I think it's important probably to hear what Luke Fickle has to say. Um, I don't, my, my initial reaction was I don't love the idea, and certainly Jack Sitchie put this out there to some degree. <laughs> I, don't love, I don't love the idea of a guy leaving a team uh, and then coming back a month later or whatever. Um, but I'm going to give Luke Fickle the benefit of the doubt here that he's certainly thought through this and talked to some of the guys in the receiver room and on, on the offense and said, hey, are you guys going to be okay with him doing this? Do you have any, you know, do you have any personal feelings that would suggest that this won't work? Um, I think Luke Fickle's smart enough to kind of read the room and, and gather some opinions before allowing this to happen. And, and so we'll see how it works. But my initial reaction was just a little bit of, whoa, um, I, I don't love the idea of, of players doing that. I don't either. For, so and, and I'm with you. You guys both I think both that's too. ugly. But one part of it, and we were talking to someone that is around the program, and uh, they even kind of admit it in their pro, Paul Chris and Jim Leonard, that somewhere, somewhere along the line, Paul in his offense and then Ingram in his offense kind of lost the idea of featuring what players do best, and it did seem that this offense seemed to lose some of the creativity. And I don't want to make it about Paul, but I think for my purposes, and I'm not sure what you've heard so far about the new offensive coordinator with Phil, that the best offensive coordinators, and you kind of touched on it, Look at the roster each year and say, "Here's what I got. Here's where I can, you know, let's use Marcus Allen. Here's what Marcus Allen is good at. Here's what he's bad at. So I'm just only going to put him in to do the things he's good at. I'm not going to worry about what he's bad at. And I don't think Wisconsin was great at that over the last few years. Do you think that can change, or do you think that what is what makes a successful offensive coordinator is kind of just working with what you have and make your system adapt to the players, not the players adapt to the system? Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. If you have someone that does something well, find a way to get him in spots where he can do that thing well. And they, they never really did that with, with Marcus Allen. And I don't know, like, you see Sitchie's tweet and you wonder what exactly was going on behind the scenes because well, I'm not at practice. I'm not in a locker room. I'm not in meeting rooms. And, and so there's, there's a little bit of context that we don't know, and it's tough to, you know, say for sure what, until we know that stuff. Um, but, yes, I, and, and I, I think one point you hit on there that was important is that I'm not sure Phil Longo is going to come in here and the air raid offense that he ran at North Carolina is going to be the exact same thing we see in 2023, right? He's going to adapt to his personnel. They're not going to force a system that doesn't 
fit with what they have. Um, so until they get the full complement of, of playmakers and pieces that fit into that puzzle, um, we're probably not going to see the true Phil Longo air raid offense. But I think I, I like the idea. I, I do. I'm fascinated by the idea of what this could be because it's just it's so different than anything they've, they've done uh, previously. Yeah, Jim, we were joking that, I mean, the idea that four wide receivers could be on the field at the same time is almost seems illegal here uh, in Madison. So uh, we're excited about it. Uh, Jim, thanks for, for taking the time. And I'm sure you're, you're busy as heck, breaking a lot of news. And uh, you can follow along with the Wisconsin State Journal there. Uh, Jim, thanks so much for hopping on. Hey, Jim, now that Jim Leonard's down, it's just you and me in Madison. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. My favorite gyms. Yes, the best gyms around. <laughs> yeah, anytime you want back on the show, even though a one gym is kind of my quota for a day, I'm willing to take a second one. There you go. Awesome. Well, Thanks, he's got guys, the great, day, great Thanks, thing there with Open Gym. He does his uh, thing uh, on social media. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.